It's happening again. Welcome to Work Cookie, a CBOT podcast. As we broadcast around the world, get bite-sized morsels and tidbits from our industrial organizational psychologists, other experts, and the latest research on the workplace to boost your organization's effectiveness. Sign up now at cboc.com. That's S-E-B-O-C.com to engage with our community, gain a sense of belonging, access our other media, and get rapid advice from our experts at cboc.com. Welcome. I'm Dr. Jeremy Lokabaugh, Industrial Organizational Psychology Consultant and Workplace Communication and Negotiation Coach. In addition to cboc.com that you just heard, you can also visit my website at turnboot.com. If you're in or getting into the IO psychology field and you feel a little lost in the crowd, you're looking to jumpstart your career and maybe get the answers that your degree program never gave you about what it's actually like to work as an IO psych practitioner, check out CBOC's IO Career Pathfinder membership at cboc.com. Also on the panel today, we have Sarah Smith-Berry of Frigo Consulting. Sarah is a psychometrician, veteran advocate, consultant, and modern stoic. Also, we have Tom Bradshaw, voice and speech coach, and a damn good actor at that. He is the leading voice and speech coach for the industrial organizational psychology community. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome once again to our little podcast here where Dr. Jeremy Lukaba, Sarah Smith Berry, and myself, Tom Bradshaw, get together to discuss topics. And <laughs> Jeremy, you got us going before we even started this because it's something that you and I have talked about a lot, and and Sarah has jumped in here as well. Um, you want to tell us what's about? Yeah, it's <laughs> excitement's already built. Sarah's given these great stories and, and anecdotal evidence, and we haven't even started, so we're like, all right, we're just we're just going to go ahead and, and hit record. So there's a uh, CNBC.com. There's an article. Even when you're working from home, your employer is still keeping track of your productivity, here's what you need to know. So we're, we're looking over this together, the three of us, we're on a Zoom, I'm doing a screen share. So we're reading it all of a sudden, we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. And it keeps getting worse and worse and worse. So I'll, I'll give some of the uh, some of the nuts and bolts. About half, about half of large companies use some type of monitoring techniques to keep tabs on their employees, including methods like analyzing texts, of emails and social media messages and gathering biometric data, according to a survey from the recent advisor, Gartner. And this was in 2018. And this was a survey of 239 large corporations. So let's just assume that that has, uh, gosh, about half of large companies. Let's assume is I don't know, my guess would be now, I'd say 75% now that the online. Th- so, oh, or we can have another uh, chime in. Brian Crop Chief of research at Gartner's HR practice expects that 80% of companies would use a similar technology by the end of 2020. All right. So here we are 2022. So man, maybe we're at 90, who knows? All of them, right? Individual managers usually don't have access to this monitoring software, but information is aggregated by vendors into reports that are given to the execs for review. So we're, we're talking about keystroke monitoring. There's companies like ActiveTrack and VeraClock that give insight into workers' online activities and how they use their time. So if you're working, you've got, you've got bugs and crawlers inside of your computer saying, hey, Joe Schmo was on this site, this site, this site, and he should have been, and he should have been working. Uh, 
we'll we'll I'm gonna uh, we'll stop there because there's something about Zoom and there's something about Slack that might come as a surprise. But Tom, I'm gonna it, so we'll we'll get into that. I'm gonna turn it over to you, man. Who thought this was a good idea to start with? <laughs> I mean, I think there's a lot of software companies that have made a lot of money on this. And, and I'm, I'm guessing that they are putting out horror stories, but you know, why is the great resignation happening? This has a lot to do with it. I mean, we're, we're treating employees like school children uh, and we're, we're not trusting them where ultimately the best sort of example of if your employees are getting the work done is, are they getting the work done? You know, <laughs> if they're doing the work, if you you don't need to be tracking them and who wants to be tracked i mean this is this is big brother at the corporate level that i don't think anybody wants i mean there's probably some really good statistics that will come out of this but you know as as we were talking earlier it's not like managers are are being sent this information directly this information is going back to these companies and they're passing it out to people who may not even be your manager so it's, it, I, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to play me. devil's advocate. All right. And so, because you got me, you, you, you got me thinking, right. So we're all, you know, the, the, the three of us here are advocates for employee autonomy and, you know, let, you know, adult. So if, if in fact, if in fact managers aren't provided with this and, and it's aggregated data, then individual workers have, nothing to worry about because there's no, it can't be traced back to them. So if I'm looking at, let's say 80, let's say 90% of big companies have this, is that a bad thing? And I say that because don't you want, you get, you get a lot of data. So if you have a certain department and you're using something like the active track or Vericlock to figure out what the workers are doing online, if you're using the data the right way and people are goofing off, doesn't that say, eh, maybe we need some manager training or maybe we need to have a, a conversation with the manager? So if, in fact, it's not used to monitor specifically and ground, meaning you're grounded, specific employees, if it's used for organizational, is it, you know, is, is it even a, a good idea? And maybe we are, we become advocates, Pony Matt. I don't know. For me, I am, I just have to say something. I think IOs collectively share these rose colored glasses that you and I share when we look at this sort of information, because we are looking to use that data to make that positive change. That's our goal. Uh, However, I am pretty much certain that that is not how these solutions are being marketed toward the companies. And I'm pretty sure that's not how it's being perceived. It's not, here's data so that you can do more with your employees. It's here's data so that you can control what your employees are doing. I know that that's how it's being marketed. It is not being marketed as a means to understand their culture or to to grow hybrid and remote workforce management software. Yeah. So I and just I got- pulled it up because we're talking about how it's marketed. So I just put up, uh, and, and that's not, you know, that, we're not going to, we're not going to give out names of, uh, I'm not going to promote productivity it. improvement. So they're looking to make sure that it's, it, their employees are being productive. It's always around productivity. That's right. the and, thing and that they're concerned with the most. To, yeah. to back, to back up what you're saying, if somebody's looking at this to be, you know, mischievous, uh, in terms of wanting to be big brother, 
this is it's like a nice cloak, right? Hey, we're providing your man, we're providing managers. Oh, okay. So here it says right now we're providing managers of remote mm-hmm. teams with insights. So now it's it's this is given directly to managers uh to guide their team members to success. So this could, you know, obviously like, oh well, hey, we're trying to help you out, but it could be like, hey, by the way, you know. Um, let me tap you on your shoulder. Yeah, who, I don't even surveil my kids like this, Jeremy. So, but so think about it like that. And I'm going to guess, all right. I'm going to guess that these, when you look at like the big employee engagement software that, that companies have, and let, like even a single manager, you can decide. You know, so if you're if you're rolling this out, you can decide how many employees the, the company by most companies by default. If it's fewer than five employees, they won't even give you the demographic data, like male or female, for example, because then it's really easy to find out, well, it's got to be, you know, either this person or this person. So in order to, to, to slice and dice into that data, I'm going to guess that this kind of software, if you have it and like an, a team of five or six, it's not going to show you, there's got to be some minimum so that managers aren't doing the whole judge, single people out, ground them, those kinds of things. I'm looking at this screenshot, Jeremy, and I am seeing names listed, Tanika, Marcy, Victoria, and showing timestamps next to their names, though. You're not, ta- that's that's names of people I'm looking at. Good. All right. So we dig deeper and deeper. I'm sitting over here reading the thing. The thing that you see, the image, this infographic that's popping out and it's bright, it's in my face. I don't see it. That's, you know, <laughs> hey, blessing and a curse with my uh, focus mode. Okay, I give it to you. You're absolutely right. It says, you're right. Hank, August, Tamika, Victorina, Maximo, Michael, Cleo. This person's on Sketch. This person was on Zoom. This person was on dataminingcom This person was on Slack. This other person here was on Craigslist. What they're doing on Craigslist, we don't know because nobody uses Craigslist anymore. And but so now their manager can call them and say, hey, Tanika, I uh, noticed that you were on Craigslist. I mean, what is that? Wow. What is that? All right, what yeah, kind of world is that? <laughs> yeah, I got one word for you. Amazon, who will now never be a sponsor of this podcast, but, <laughs> but, you know, this is the type of software, you know, businesses are businesses. They have one purpose and that's to be profitable. Yeah. And if I can increase the productivity of my employees, why shouldn't I take advantage of this? Whether or not they have time to go to the bathroom, not my problem. And I think that's the trail that software like this is going down. And this is, what, this is what I love. On the bottom here, it's trusted by 9,000 organizations across the world. And then soon it's going to say trusted by 9,000 organizations across the world and zero employees yeah. <laughs> across, the, <laughs> across the world. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is ridiculous. I mean, I'm thinking back to my time in high school when I was one of those lucky few that was able to take a laptop to school with them. And I remember spending all of my time in history class on AOL Instant Messenger. And I remember finding out that teachers were beginning to get the ability to see what their students were doing on the closed networks within the school and going, oh my gosh, they're going to find out that I've been IMing my friends. And, you know, that actually instilled quite a bit of fear into us. You know what I mean? And I don't, here's my question. Are we trying to instill fear into our employees in order to drive compliance and productivity? Or where's the trust? Where is it? Where is it going? And why aren't we doing more to foster trust instead of 
creating more and more oversight. Because here's my next question too. Let's just think about this for a second. If employees are being surveilled, that means someone has to be reviewing this data. So that means that person is now essentially taking up man hours or people, team, whatever, to analyze the behavior of employees that could have been improved through alternative methods without having to surveil them in the first place. I feel like this is chasing your tail. Yeah, I think if, 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 you, if you seriously have a problem with these issues and you've tried a hundred other things that haven't worked, well, then maybe the software has a place of trying to identify some of the issues that nobody's talking about. But once again, we, we come back to that trust issue where why aren't companies trusting their employees? And this, I mean, this wasn't before the pandemic, but when we all got locked down and sent home to work, that's when this really started with how do I know if my employees are actually working from home? And we've seen the numbers. Productivity actually increased during the lockdown. And as we go to a more hybrid or remote workforce, it will probably continue to increase. So the issue will become, why aren't my employees who are working here in the home office, why aren't they as productive <laughs> as my remote and hybrid workers? But you know, once again, I, I don't see, I think this is anti-productive to be perfectly honest. I think something like this would decrease productivity because how many employees are going to revolt? How many of them are going to say? That's, but that's the thing is, and again, I'm going to, I'm going to try to stick with devil's advocate because it's the grass and everything just stuff. So, okay, right. But it's uh, the employees aren't, the employees don't know. The managers aren't going to the employees and saying, by the way, you're doing being tracked. So they don't know it. And there's such a, it, it's got to be such a draw. So I, I've got a couple of things. So first, shouldn't the managers be the ones that are being tracked sometimes? Like, yes, please. All, aren't they the are, <laughs> leadership and teams? Shouldn't the, be the managers being tracked? That, that maybe we'll talk about that later. But let's start there. And actually, Jeremy, I'm not trying to interrupt you and I'm doing it again. And I'm so it. sorry, but I got to say this as leaders, we are expected to model the behavior before we expect it of others. So I say, if you want to implement something like this, you start it with your senior executive teams and you make that information available. Oh, yeah. I like that. <laughs> That'll, when that happens, right? what is it? Pigs fly? Yeah. Pigs right? fly, yeah. hell freezes over. Exactly. Yeah. So this is why it looks like it, it's a wolf in sheep's clothing, Jeremy. Oh, we're doing this for the betterment of our employees. We're doing this to make everything better. We're trying to improve the workplace. But in well, actuality, <laughs> it's all in the name of productivity and profit. Hello, I'm with the FBI and we've been tracking you, not because we think you're doing anything illegal, but because you might be. <laughs> I mean, it's the same message. It's so, but when you look at it first, can you, can you blame, I mean, you can't blame the, comp the, the, the companies that are creating this because they're seeing a market need, they're biting into it and apparently they're doing a damn good job. Hey, are so, they seeing a market need or are they creating the market? Uh, I'm, wow. Mm. Let me go back to my other point, Tom. <laughs> An egg. <laughs> so, but when you look, when you look at this, how much it, it's got to be so like, you remember, like you're a kid, you go, you might sneak out of the house, you know, you might, uh, it's Christmas time, you sneak down in the basement, you, you take a peek at some of your gifts, people like sneaky stuff, right? This is so sneaky. You're it's, it's almost, it, it almost makes you feel feel makes you feel that the managers must feel filthy 
getting this deep into their uh, employees' lives, like what what they're where they're at online. Like there's a there's two sides to it. There's like a fun uh, spy kind of ninja thing, and, and but then on the other side, it's like I, I I don't I don't know. Like if you're the managers, like that's a that's a whole other conversation. How does this af- affect the management team? We look at the old uh, Sarah. Help me out. What were the prison ex- sta- the Stanford 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 prison experiments right back? In the oh 60s, my gosh! Yes. Where the, yeah the guards and all of a sudden yep. they weren't guards, but they started you know beating the prison with the prisoner. All of them were were fake. They were Confederates in the study. They were all actors in the study. But just what power can do. And this but it ended up power. real in the end, Jeremy. It ended up so real in the end. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like absolutely. this is. Could you imagine if the, like, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big company, right? I'm one of the 80, 90% of companies that, that doesn't give managers access. What would happen if instead of my manager spending time here, they took a, they took an actual course on leadership and had to complete it and had to score a certain number and then had to show through goals and performance and behavior that they had learned and reusing skills rather than doing that. What would the difference be? Exactly. This is chasing your tail. This is chasing your tail. This is because companies aren't following through with their leadership. They're not following through. The leaders are not being held accountable. And instead they're saying, oh, the problem is the masses. It's the mass employees. They're the problem. No, it's not. People want to be seen. They want to contribute to something and they want to be heard. This is not how you hear them. This is how you spy and watch them. You're not hearing anything doing this. Much easier to replace a frontline worker than a manager. So if this information shows me, but it's still like, yeah, it drives me nuts. Sustainability over time is showing though, that with the great resignation, people have had enough of this kind of behavior. Yeah. But they don't know that it's happening. That's the thing. Yes, yeah. they do. Because people being... were tying their mouses to fans at the uh, beginning of the pandemic so that the mouse kept moving. Okay. Yes. But how many, people li- how many people listening to this right now are for the first time saying, are you kidding me? They monitor my, my programs and my keyboard strokes. People, uh, people don't know that this is happening. And guess what? If it is happening to them, it, if, if they do know it's happening, it's, it's probably happening to somebody else. This isn't happening in my, that's a good place to end this podcast. Leave them one more, but we're going to continue the next episode, we're going to go over some interesting Slack and Zoom things that we just heard of. This Closing out in five, four, three, two, and one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Work Cookie, a Seabock podcast. Don't forget to sign up at seabock.com. That's S-E-B-O-C.com to engage with our community, gain a sense of belonging, access our other media, and get rapid advice from experts. Would it be a bad idea to make your most challenging workplace problems go away? Don't forget to check out our corporate, career boost, recruiter, and even student memberships at seabock.com.